0: We're offering the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. For example, we have this exclusive offer on the standard size my pillows, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. We also have the Queen Size My Pillows, regularly $79.98, now only $24.98 with your promo code. And we have the King Size, regularly $89.98, now only $29.98 with your promo code.
1: Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RENEGADE or call 800-889-6817 to receive this exclusive offer.
2: Did you get scared? Were you scared for just a minute? Terrified. I was too. I didn't hear any sound. I'm like, oh, what did I do? It turns out I didn't. I didn't do a thing
3: turn up the volume always gonna
2: do the thing
1: you know
2: and then so i did a thing and then you know what do you know it it works now this is free talk live
3: hopefully they can hear us though
2: we're one of the most professionally run uh radio shows on air
3: (laughs) if you're hearing this podcast only a week from now sorry oops (laughs)
2: Or if you're only hearing like the second hour of this, like depending on the station you're listening to, Uh, it is Free Talk Live. It's the Sunday night edition. It is time for your Sunday sermon. I am the Reverend Captain Kickass, and in the studio it's
3: Nikki and Richie Rich
2: and the telephone number because we are a live call in radio talk program. We should do
3: live tech support and just have them call in and let us know that they can hear us. Have you turned it off and turned it back on? Did you unplug it and replug it back in?
1: (laughs) Soak it in some rice?
3: The telephone number,
2: if you need it, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. Phones are open. Give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind. We're going to talk about some things because, well, we're a talk radio program and we need stuff to talk about, but you could talk about whatever you want it doesn't have to be what we're talking about it's cool if you do but if you change the subject whatever's on your mind this is your chance to get your voice heard on almost a couple hundred radio stations the internet some satellite stations i mean we're global with that respect so yeah. You know, if you want to get your voice heard to a whole bunch of people 603 283 they're gonna make everyone 60. nervous
3: they'll be like i don't want i can't talk in front of that many people i don't understand that aversion okay you're just
2: it, you're having a phone call. It's like a conference call. Understood. you've ever had like a zoom call where like there's a whole bunch of but, people on it and you're talking. Guess what? It's just like radio,
1: but there's some people who can't even like phone in to order a pizza. So there are some there like are? yeah
2: <laughs> <Wow>.
1: <laughs> seriously, I dated a guy once. What did they do
2: before apps existed? Starved.
1: Starved. They starved.
2: You dated a guy once? <laughs> yeah.
1: Just one time. But yeah, no, I always I used whoever, to, never dated a guy. I always used to have to be the one to call in for takeout because he just could not form a sentence on the phone with a stranger.
3: So the dating went beyond that first, like, I can't order my own pizza?
1: Yeah, it didn't last very long. Okay.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was going to say, were you always ordering for him?
1: At restaurants? No. No? Okay. Well, no, it didn't go very far, so... I know. But...
2: You remember when Domino's used to have the 30-minute guarantee? Yeah. yeah. And then, like, somebody, they, they sued them somehow because somebody got into an accident trying to speed and, like, deliver the pizza on time. Because it was 30 minutes or it's free. Right. Right? So you would want to, people would literally wait until, like, Saturday night at dinner o'clock, you know, 5, 6 p.m. Like, yep. okay, I'm going to order now because those bastards will
3: never make They'll it never here make in 30 it. minutes. <laughs> you got to be like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and give them the wrong address or, like. Just leave it by the sewer, bro. <laughs> then they can't find it. <laughs> it's free. Te- the Teen Rage
2: Moolah Nitwit Turtles. Sh- sure. That was Mad Magazine's parody. Oh, okay. Of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they came out because they're like, uh, they're all the rage with the teens and most of the teens that are raging about them are kind of nitwits and it's a big money grab, so a bunch of moolah, right? So Teen Rage Moolah Nitwit Turtles is Got it. what
3: they, yeah still a fan of the, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about stuff. Stuff. So I actually, like, sometimes I see articles and I'm like, well, oh, it's relevant, but, like, how do we talk so much about this thing or the other thing? But I, this, I got two different stories, and, in fact, Nikki had one of the two stories that I had, and so we kind of have this unwritten thing at least when i'm doing the show that like if more than one host has the same thing okay we better
3: talk about it yeah i think a lot of hosts have that it seems to it seems to me like this is kind of important and relevant yeah. In some form or fashion. Especially
2: being we try to bring in diverse stuff, right? You're, You're always trying point. to be, you know, bring in, I'm like, the weird, the, the weird guy. I'm trying to bring in, like, you know, sort of uh, hor- horrific examples of government in action. You know, Nikki, you've been uh, more or less our medical person, you know, giving opinions on, you know, anything going on in you know the medical industry, etc. and so on. Uh, and so, you know, most of the co-hosts and hosts sort of have their own niches and that kind of stuff. Right. Keep it interesting. But, Apparently, in more than one place, not just the United States, but the United States as well as Greece, fines for the unvaccinated have begun. They're starting to make you pay money if you
3: haven't done a thing. So you brought this up and I went, that doesn't seem new to me because companies were already doing that here. Right. This I've is, seen articles. This is government. Right. So that changes things. Doing it now. But there were companies here within the last couple of weeks going like, well, if you're unvaccinated, you're getting fined. Like, we're going to deduct from your paycheck like 130 bucks a week or something to that effect for being unvaccinated because that's the to cover the cost of the testing.
1: Or I've heard of like insurance companies doing the same thing.
3: Sure. But now it's the state. So Nevada.
2: This is from the epictimes.com. dot com. Nevada becomes first state to impose surcharge on unvaccinated workers. Oh, is that what they're calling? It? Just a surcharge yeah.
3: just to add a light item to your bill
2: and I mean this is so disturbing in so many ways i first of all, there's something called precedent, right and not president, but precedent right This sets a horrible precedent for really anybody it was it, at first it was the medical insurance thing right Where for the first time if you didn't have insurance and you didn't sign up for what's commonly referred to as obamacare this is the sure. the, the government's you know way to get around that kind the of
3: affordable thing affordable health care act yeah, whatever yeah the, the aha
2: Aha! right that they would you know fine you in some way shape or form and that was it's like 1200 bucks pretty right? disturbing that Here's precedent for government fining you for not doing a thing, for not purchasing a product or
3: service. That's the weird part, right? They're forcing you into business with a company you may not want to do business with. Right. Now, states have done this already with,
2: like, except for New Hampshire. Car insurance. Car insurance. Yep where it's required by law for you to have a drive, blah, blah. In New Hampshire, it's not required by law for you to have the insu- insurance on your car.
3: It is, however, a good idea, maybe, because I was shopping around, and then, you know, free staters go like, why would you enter into that scam? You know, it's all state-run insurance. Like, ah, I don't want to argue, just yeah someone point me in a different direction well,
2: it for me it's just about laziness right okay if i get into any kind of an accident i don't want to have to be the the guy going around finding like the lawyer and citing this you know and working understood. with the other insurance you know i want somebody else to take care of it for me understood right? so i'm willing to pay this this fee however i did find out because i'm a recent mover in the last you know three years or so two and a half years i think i've been here you learned that from your wrist i did yeah okay Look at my wrist. Oh, yeah, two and a half years ago. Um, (laughs) That if you live here and you let the people, your insurance, you let them know that it's not required, your rate goes down. Really? It did for me. Okay. I was like, yeah, it's not required because, like, they tried doing this, like, I don't know if they're salespeople. I think they are salespeople. No, they're definitely salespeople. And, And they're like, oh, well, we'll just give you the minimum requirements for your state. Right. And I'm like, oh, can you tell me what those are? And yeah. they're like, oh, well, it's this and that, and it's this for, you know, bodily dismemberment, and it's this for yeah. blah, 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 and it's this for the other thing. And, blah. and you probably want roadside assistance, don't you? Right. Yeah. And they're doing all these salesy questions, right? Right. And, and I was like, well, I do want roadside assistance, but did you know? right yeah i just yeah, i'm being polite right i'm being nice and conversational with the person I'm like did you know that new hampshire doesn't actually require me to have auto insurance right and they were like oh i didn't know that i'm like yeah look it up yeah and i'm like well hang on and they went and i heard some clicking on their keyboard and they you know obviously searched out I'm like
3: whoa I, I ran into that too because they were like so you want just the, the minimum required by state law i'm like well I've already got that. Yeah, that would be nothing. I've got nothing already. Thank you. I just want whatever the minimum you have available is. So
1: is New Hampshire the only state that doesn't require drivers to have insurance? To
3: my knowledge, yes. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Or to wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. And uh, people all the time will, when I post something like that on the social media or whatever, they'll argue all the time. Like, you mean you have people just driving around without seatbelts all the time? No. Everybody, for the most part, still wears their freaking seatbelt because it's a good idea. Yeah. It's just that there's no force necessary to make right. them do so, and I don't have to look over my shoulder if I accidentally leave the gas station without putting it on before I pull into the roadway. It's the only difference. Yep. Good ideas do not require force. We'll talk more about people being fined for not being vaccinated. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We'll sell you the seat, but you'll only need the edge. That's my favorite one.
3: There. The weed eater tractor pool. <laughs> to go to like a demolition derby. The lawn mowing funny car. Or a mud bog. Or <laughs> <Are> those things. <laughs> the monster trucks are coming. Monster truck Sunday.
2: Anyway, it's free talk live in case you're wondering who these babbling fools are.
3: Just the captain. Well, you're one of the babbling fools. Not babbling. I'd be fool.
2: <laughs> one would say you ba- that babble right there. <laughs> You can babble, thus you are a babbling fool. Okay, fair enough. In the studio it is myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. We are the three babbling fools of the evening. Unless of course Now he roped you into it, Nikki. Ah, come on. That's right. Unless of course you would like to be a babbling fool, you can call six zero three. Call me now, like Miss Cleo, six zero three two eight three six one six oh And Captain will predict the future. I will predict the future.
1: Well, we kind of already have.
2: I mean, I kind of do that on a daily basis, right? I predict that the price of Bitcoin will once again exceed $60,000 soon.
3: Bitcoin is dead. Again? Again. It's How dead. many times has it died now? It's got more lives than cats, right? da da no, seriously.
2: Cats, man. I don't know where I'm going with that. What were we talking about? Bitcoin. No, oh, no, before that. Before the break. Oh, yeah. fine okay. Finding people for not being vaccinated. Fiduciary penalties. He said douche. <laughs> this from the Epic Times. Nevada on Thursday became the first U.S. state to impose a surcharge on workers who have not gotten a COVID-19 vaccine. Though the penalty doesn't take effect until the middle of next year. All but two members of the state's public employees benefit program board, the PEP. PEBP. It's yeah, I hate acronyms that you can't pronounce. They're okay. lame. Leave it to the government to make acronyms you can't pronounce.
3: No, they're the worst. They they like retrofit acronyms to make it sound better.
2: Right. So in, with their bills and in laws. this case, okay. PEBP. Yeah. Speaking of babbling. Uh, they voted uh, in a meeting to approve the surcharge of $55 per month on unvaccinated workers. But wait, there's more. Now, how much would you pay? The approved proposal also stipulates a surcharge of $175 per month for a workers, spouses, partners, and dependents, 18 and older. Who aren't vaccinated or if the... Who are not vaccinated. Okay. That could be adjusted down the road,
3: supposedly, according to the agreement. So... So we're hoping that you- this will cause government employees to like walk off the job and get real jobs in the private sector that'd be great But screw you guys i'm going to the private sector yeah uh so
2: if you aren't vaccinated they're going to start charging you 55 bucks a month if your wife or your husband spouse spouse of any variety uh, is also unvaccinated then it's an additional one hundred and seventy five bucks. What if
3: you're vaccinated and your spouse is unvaccinated? You
1: still have to pay the one hundred and seventy five.
3: Believe but it's you wouldn't have to pay 175. the additional. You wouldn't have to pay the original fifty five. It sounds that way. I
2: don't have the actual agreement in front okay. of me. And rarely, when government imposes these things, have they thought through all of the questions that you know, Richie Rich is asking? With well, what if this and what if all the? Although, it's a legitimate you know, question. It is a legit question. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that, like. <laughs> Governments don't think like that, Richie okay, Rich. I'm sorry. I appreciate the questions. <laughs> uh the surcharges will go into effect on July first, twenty twenty two. They'll help offset the costs of COVID nineteen testing. Laura Rich, executive
3: officer of the board said. So it's gonna be a line item on your your paycheck then, right? They're gonna take out uh I guess it's Nevada, so there's probably an income tax there. So income tax, federal tax, social security, and then COVID tax, and then it's just boom, you just have another deduction on your paycheck. No one really sees it. No one cares, and it just becomes a permanent part of.
2: If they do it in a way where, like, they're using the state tax mechanism, because this isn't a federal thing; this is a state thing.
3: Understood. But on your, if you if you get a state paycheck, right, like if you get a normal paycheck from where you work, there is a whole bunch of deductions, right, right, and federal tax for everybody, you know, almost everybody, and then state tax if your state has it, right. Then you got to pay your social security, right, your medical, Medicare, whatever. And then it's boom. They just put another line item in there, and they hide it away in those in those deductions, where you just have less of a paycheck, and so no one really cares. Here's no what I don't get things.
2: the the vaccine companies, the folks who are making these. I don't even like calling them vaccines, but whatever they are, these
1: experimental mRNA gene therapy
2: drugs. Yes, that that some folks are required to get. Apparently, um, they. These companies are making almost a hundred billion dollars, right? I've I've read ninety three billion plus. As, oh, as don't the worry, number. it's
1: going up every single so, second of every single day. So
2: I don't understand why they're not using you know some of that ninety three billion dollars that they're making to help offset the cost of COVID nineteen testing.
3: Well, okay, and I'm gonna to be fair, then, right? It is not the company's responsibility. Like if you if you want to say like private company. Even though they get state payouts, we can have the argument later, but it's not their responsibility to offset individual costs either. Like their job is to make money for shareholders. Right, but these are state employees. Okay. So why, why would the company be responsible for offsetting state mandates for state employees? Because they're the ones who are,
2: I mean, if I want to go get a COVID vaccine of any flavor, yeah, doesn't cost me a dime. Okay. How are these companies making 93 billion, 100 billion? Okay. Where does that money come from? comes from the state. Okay. Or the government, whether it's it's probably federal, I'm sure. Okay. Right. So, you would think that the company providing the shots
3: would foot the bill for the testing because they're already getting it from the state in kickbacks.
1: But the point I'll of getting that. the shot is you don't have to get tested allegedly this is what they're trying to say
3: i
2: guess but it's still it's still dumb uh testing costs through september were estimated at 3.3 million dollars a paltry sum compared to 93 or 100 billion dollars the board did not recognize or did not analyze the cost of COVID 19 hospitalizations for the proposal because that would have made the surcharge for spouses and dependents significantly higher oh look at how kind they are oh they didn't include hospitalizations
3: and so they kept the cost low for you well what a wait, load of bs wait for your socialized medicine and single-payer health plan right then if you want to get treated at the hospital you'll have to be one of the vaccinated or whatever
2: state rules bar making the surcharge on workers any higher nevada's department of labor last month released guidance saying the surcharges were legal and Rich compared them to surcharges on smokers imposed by plans in the past. Is that a thing? <laughs> Maybe in Nevada. Uh, I thought
1: you were just supposed to say no when your doctor asked if you smoked, and that's how you get around that.
2: <laughs> no.
3: Lie to a medical doc. professional?
2: Yeah, for sure. I don't smoke at all, doc.
3: <gasps> yeah. I, I just carry cigarettes around to barter with people. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell the doctor, I don't smoke, I smolder.
2: 603-283-6160. Do you live in Nevada? Do you work for the Nevada government? Are you unvaccinated? Get ready to get your wallet lifted. More free Talk Live is on the way. Why, well, yes, it is the Southern version of Free Talk Live. Yeehaw! Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. If y'all want to join us. Here in the studio tonight, it's myself. The Reverend Captain Kickass joining me.
1: Nikki, who's not going to attempt a Southern accent. <laughs>
2: Rich E. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> who's also not attempting a Southern accent. A, a smart move by, by the both of you. Uh, I probably also should not have attempted it, but sometimes I just feel like I need to do the Southern accent.
3: I feel like you should auctioneer the phone number
2: 603
5: 283. 603
3: 283.
2: 6160 is the so, telephone number. Uh, the
3: phones are open. Call in now.
1: They don't call it Sunday Funday for nothing. <laughs>
3: no, are we going right. to just wait for them to call? Is that what we're doing? Do, 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 do.
2: No, actually, no, I'm going to yeah. read uh, some ad okay. copy here. Uh, Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there right now. And click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this very important and world-changing information. If you're already a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com to get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news all on a very slick and easy to use website. Visit Bitcoin.com. Uh, for those of you not paying attention, Bitcoin is currently on sale. Happy holidays,
3: everybody! Uh, it's uh, you know. I feel like there's a Bitcoin Black Friday sale like every year. It seems that way, doesn't right? it? Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, get your except, Black Friday Bitcoin deal because it's twenty percent savings right now. Except it's sort of after Black Friday this time. Cyber Week. It,
2: it was like Cyber Tuesday or something. Okay, or whatever. Crypto Tuesday or whatever you want to call it. Right
3: well, when the when the, wasn't it Tuesday? I think when the dip kicked in. Buy the dip and then buy the dip again yeah. and then buy the dip again. You what kind of dip? What um, Were you talking about like queso? I'm going to go French with French onion. French onion. Yeah. Clam clam dip. Oh yeah. God! Clam what dip is and that? Some ruffles. No. What do you mean no? No. No.
1: It's a no from me, Doug.
3: Alright, whatever. Doug? Dog. Dog. Oh dog. It's how New Englanders pronounce it. Doug.
2: Whatever. <laughs> in in the South, they pronounce it D A W G Daug. Doug. Doug. Daug. Alright. Uh we were talking about this article from the Epic Times where apparently in Nevada. Nevada. Nevada? Nevada. Neve Ada. Okay. They are beginning to fine people who are unvaccinated, uh, particularly if you are a state employee. It's not a
3: fine. It's a surcharge. It's a fee. It's a punishment. Okay. That's for sure. Definitely
2: that. Uh, public comments during the meeting that was held about this and those submitting written, written statements spoke out against the proposal before the vote. I believe that the proposed surcharge is inappropriate and excessive, Elian Cressilius. One member of the public said in a statement, she noted that many people enjoy natural immunity or the protection one gets after having recovered from COVID-19. That would be me in this circumstance. If I worked for the state, uh, I already had it. I got over it. I, I'm fine. I didn't seek any treatment. I, ha- I There's no reason for me to put anything uh, in my body that resembles any kind of medication. I'm done. I got over it.
3: Well, then you pay the surcharge for the good of the community. Consider the uh, donation, Captain. No, I
2: don't think I will. Shanna Cobb Why Adams. Why do you hate people? Oh, because people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate people. I just hate people. You know, the general, you know. Nobody is more dumb than all of the people trying to act in unison on any one given thing.
3: I thought who wants to be a millionaire, like, put that to the test, and it was pretty accurate. In in being Correct. Yeah. yeah, like one of, the, one of the lifelines was like, we're going to poll the audience. And <laughs> the audience right? was like,
2: always wrong.
3: <laughs> no, they were mostly correct. That's what I'm saying. I don't know
2: about that. Uh, Shanikov Adams said she already pays $255.06 a month. The new surcharges would increase that by 90%. She expressed concern about her 18-year-old son getting a vaccine when studies show that young males are at elevated risk of developing heart inflammation after getting a vaccine, while COVID-19 poses little
3: risk to healthy youth without serious underlying health conditions. So, so again, hopefully hopefully this just dissuades people from getting state jobs. I hope so. Right? Like, oh, my God, my 18-year-old son is going to have to get the jab if he works for the state. Just find a private sector employer that doesn't require that nonsense, and you're golden. Then all your classmates will die, and you'll be fine.
2: There is some talk, uh, whenever governments start talking about the economy, particularly like recently, they're talking about the debt ceiling again. Again. Of course, they're going to raise it, because they can't do anything except do that. There's no other choice. They can't, like, well, no, we're not going to, and then the economy tanks, and they can't inflate anymore. Inflation
3: is good. Yeah.
2: That's the new line. But- Nothing would give me more pleasure than to see a mass walk-off of government jobs. Like, even if they don't, like, you know, quit for the long term, right? Okay. How about everybody just go on a general strike? If you work for the government in any capacity, whether you're a contractor or a direct employee, how about, you know, pick a week and just don't go to work? I would like to see that permanent. I would love to see the repercussions. I would love to see the politicians squeam. Scream, squirm, squirm, scream. Whatever. I don't know what a squeam is. We're new England. So it doesn't matter. Screaming and squirming at the same time. There we go. I've invented a new portmanteau. It's screaming and squirming. It's called squeam.
3: Right. I feel like it should be a Nickelodeon squishy toy.
2: <laughs> I feel like I need to have the little bouncy ball over the, across the bottom of the screen. Make a song about it.
3: Squeam, squeam.
2: <laughs> new from Blammo. <laughs> Another commenter noted that Governor Steve Sisolak, a Democrat is the one who's forcing workers to get tested weekly if they don't get a vaccine. Quote, the unvaccinated should not have to foot the bill for the agency's unjust decisions, she wrote.
1: So what about all of the vaccinated workers that can still get and spread COVID-19? Do they not need to be tested anymore? Just the unvaccinated people?
3: They've complied. So no.
1: So you it's... got the
3: facts. You're in compliance. You do not need to be tested. So it
1: has nothing to do with safety. health and safety. Nope. It
3: never did. At all. Wake up call. It never did. Yes.
2: How dare you point out such astute observations, Nikki? What do you think this is? Some sort of national radio talk show?
3: She's shy all of a sudden.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me pull this radio station over. You kids behave yourselves.
3: I will turn this station around.
2: I will turn this station around. Some members also voiced opposition to the proposal and two voted against it. Ooh. Several state residents did support the measure, including one who said the anti-vaxxers should pay for their choice since their freedom is not free.
3: Okay. Like,
2: freedom ain't free. Uh, actually, it is. You just sort of declare yourself free and then everybody else... Is a tyrant who forces you to do things against your will
3: right, so That's what it feels the, like so it was the other quote is the the price of freedom is eternal vigilance, so there is a cost for freedom, and it is eternal vigilance like yeah you but must, it's not one hundred and seventy five bucks a month you're right to the state of Nevada <laughs> <laughs> and eternal vigilance versus hundred and seventy five dollars you know it's let let's let's weigh out the costs and benefits of that man. I'm sure most people like i'll just pay the hundred and seventy five dollars because eternal vigilance sounds difficult it just sounds way cooler though it certainly does way cooler you know all the cool people like eternal it's vigilance like you're playing dnd
2: like oh i rolled a 12 and oh well, oh, eternal vigilance <laughs> you know? nerds so Select policy director Duane young said the pandemic has been shouldered on the burden of everyone and now this particular burden the testing should be shouldered on the burden of those who refuse to be vaccinated some companies have imposed surcharges, but no states had done so before Thursday.
1: That lady sounds so fun at parties. Why
3: well, don't they just charge for the testing, and then the people who aren't vaccinated just have to pay the cost of the testing?
1: And it's funny because out the testing for free, getting just like how getting your vaccine is free, getting tested is free too. Yeah. Like who has paid for a COVID
2: test?
3: Everybody. You know, it's just I haven't. Well, not well. It's not been directly. stolen from you yeah.
1: secretly.
2: Have you been getting COVID tests and have you paid for them?
3: I've gotten one nasal swab.
2: More Free Talk Live is on the way. To the program. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It is the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. The telephone number here is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the Lord Dr. Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me,
3: Nikki and Rich Rich.
2: We here at free talk live are raising funds for give directly the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. They locate recipients in need and they use mobile money to send them cash. No strings attached in the past decade. They've delivered $400 million plus to over a million people Research shows that giving cash to people living in poverty can help drive a range of very important positive changes in their lives like employment, nutrition, health, and education. In addition, cash allows individuals to invest in what they need instead of relying on aid organizations and donors thousands of miles away to choose for them. Isn't this what you would prefer? Free Talk Live is matching your donations to give directly the 1st nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to families in Bomet and Khalifi counties in Kenya who are in need. Free Talk Live is matching your donations up to $30,000. So if you're feeling generous this holiday season, head over to give.freetalklive.com and help these areas plagued by drought, floods, and food insecurity. There may not be a better way to help families in Kenya, give.freetalklive.com.
3: They're just going to buy drugs,
2: drugs, drugs. Uh, I actually so the mm, I've i been giving to a couple of different charities. When I was in Seattle, they would every year do a charity event for all of the musicians, uh, nice. most of them unsigned. But it was it was kind of like a who's who in the music industry. As far as musicians and musicians are concerned, it's called the Porn Jam. And of course, last year they didn't do one. Uh, because of obvious reasons, everything was closed down. You know, we could open this year. They decided not to do one uh, for reasons. I don't know, it's Seattle, you know, reasons. Like, we're scared of Omicron or something. I don't know. So they didn't do one. And so uh, I'm redirecting the money that I would normally give to the charities that that benefits uh, to, nice. to this. Awesome. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's the most I can do in this particular situation. But I really like that Free Talk Live is. Sort of putting their money where their mouth is. We talk all the time here about freedom and prosperity and individuality and cutting through the red tape of governments to, you know, directly affect your situation or somebody's situation. Yep. And, and charities, as far as I'm concerned, are the the best way for you to do that, especially if they're direct and they're not government-sponsored or government-controlled right. in any way, shape, or form. Which is
3: difficult to find in right. a lot of places Charities that aren't getting some funds through government subsidies, right, or don't have a lot of overhead,
1: and even like nonprofits generally aren't truly nonprofits. You know, you'll right. have like a nonprofit organization, and the the president of the company is making like millions of dollars. It's right. like, okay, so is that what I'm paying for? Yeah, or I,
2: right. I remember finding that out about UNICEF. Yep, uh, I used to when I'd go trick or treating uh, as a kid. Uh, folks would send me along with a little UNICEF box to collect money for that, right? And then we'd turn that into the church, yep. and then the church would send a check or whatever, I don't know how it worked, but UNICEF would get this money, and then come to find out that, you know, if I, as a, you know, 8-year-old kid collected 50 bucks or something, that's roughly $2 actually went to help right the kids, and the rest of it went to the infrastructure, the paying the salaries of the people they had to employ, you know, insurance, bureaucracy, etc., and so on. So I much prefer a direct approach, or as, at least as direct as you can possibly get. So yep. We had been talking about Nevada being the first state to impose fines, monetary fines, for unvaccinated workers. And interestingly enough, it's not just Nevada. There is another place that is doing a very similar thing but instead of to state workers they're doing it to people over 60 and we'll talk more about that in just a moment but first let's go to robert in south carolina who's calling robert you're on free talk live yes sir um
6: you were talking about fines you know, I studied law in Germany under Professor Dr. Knut Amelow, and he said that the most important thing is, first of all, keep your eye on the big picture. Secondly, the big picture, our big, big problems were actually caused by the People's Republic of China who brought this problem upon us. And he's always said that you should think about the knackpunkt, in other words, the cause of the problem. Well, the cause of the problem was gross negligence by the People's Republic of China. And there are ways to collect on, that, on, on the $30 trillion that they that they owe at least ourselves and the wait, wait, rest of the
2: you're world. saying that somehow china should be fined for all this of course huh. how 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 would that
4: work
6: well, there's an international court at The Hague, and only governments are allowed to sue each other there, as far as I remember. I studied 16 and a half years ago. That may have changed. In the meantime, I don't know. Yeah. But that's where you would take it to court. You would get it, You would bring a, uh, a, 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 a an invoice. That would be a, a, a pro forma invoice. And, and first of all, you would, you would you would bill them. You would send a bill, a pro forma bill, to the People's Republic of China and see how they react. If they react <laughs> pleasantly and say, okay, you're right, we owe you some money, uh, but we don't happen to have that much available, what would you like? to do
3: they might and have the to sell of off closed. all of their american real estate
6: well they, they, they may have other plans but the, we would we would see what they have to say first of all with this pro forma rationale rationale is the word in german and english it's, a, it's an invoice
3: what if they said then,
2: what if they said uh no screw this well then, they, you know,
6: there there are collection services um uh and, we and, send and the and mob after them
3: send the Italians to well, go cook the well, Chinese money?
6: Yeah, well, my, my, I'm, I'm the great-great-grandson of of the Roman senator Ficocella, and the, and and they moved to 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 Naples after the fall of the Roman uh, after after 1861 when the, when Rome came to an end, and and they're brilliant people when it comes to all of these kinds of matters. They after all they had an empire that lasted for 1,960 years, and they know a little bit about how to manage things. They could give us some advice. There are other people who also know how to manage things, and the International Court in The Hague is in Europe, and and, and they and, and that's where that's where the forum would be. But, but we should start taking action piece by piece, slowly but surely, and eventually we'll reach some kind of a conclusion, I would say.
3: All right. Well, thanks for the call, Robert. We appreciate that. Would that destroy the Chinese economy? Uh, I
2: don't know. Hopefully. Would, you,
3: would you no longer be able to get your but, cheap Chinese but goods? Well, I
2: think, I think Robert should go to Nevada and have a conversation with these people. Okay. You know, be like, hey, you guys don't need to impose this fine on on your state workers. But You should impose send, it on China. Send a bill to China. Start China. a bill in China.
1: But how are we gonna blackmail them into getting vaccinated?
2: Oh, oh! You mean there's a bigger, a larger picture? Oh, a bigger the big point. picture. Oh, there it is. It is. Ding! All right. Ding. Fries are done. Ding. Fries. Is it the holiday season? Yes. It is. Sure is. That means I have to work on uploading a couple of uh, COVID carols. Some new ones? I, well, so I wrote. Did you write new ones? I think we're I, due for a new one. <laughs> you said dofer, Doofer? Doof and <laughs> smirch. So uh, last year, Ian challenged me to write some COVID Christmas carols because I am a parody artist, and I did so. Uh, uh, however, I only recorded one oh. of them uh, and put that up on my website uh, over at lordkickass.com. Uh, It's also, it just redirects to my Bandcamp site. So if you search for the Kick-Ass Parody Project at Bandcamp,
3: you should get there as well. I remember participating in a COVID carol sing-along.
2: Yes. And so I I have recorded and, you know, mixed and mastered the other two uh, for this year. And so those will be released sometime soon, no later than Christmas. Okay. So uh, it happens that Christmas is on a Sunday. I believe the 25th
3: is a Sunday this year. I was told it was a Saturday. oh I better check, check my calendar. calendar. It could be one of those odd years where calendar. your birthday doesn't show up on the same day as a last Saturday.
2: year. It's a, So either way, I'm doing the show uh, if it's Saturday or Sunday. So I'll be on you know, whatever day that is, and I will have it up. Uh, and it will be zero cost to anybody listening to Free Talk Live. That's how you found out about it. Uh, it will be zero dollars for you to listen and download.
1: Should I add these songs to the Christmas playlist for my family Christmas party?
2: absolutely i mean i don't see why not yeah please yeah
1: they liked the last one
2: nice (laughs) Uh, some of them so i have digressed i would like to to come on back i would like to grass now (laughs) grass i mean if you regress regress and digress grass should be a thing right? okay i don't know what grass means but we had previously talked about nevada imposing fines on state workers previously on previously on free talk live Nevada had imposed fines on state workers for being unvaccinated to the tune of between $55 and $175 a month. Well, it turns out there's another place. It's not in the United States that's doing something similar. Doesn't
3: matter then. Who cares?
2: Except it's on unvaccinated people over age 60. And we'll tell you more about that here on Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160 is the phone number.
7: Is your broken heart stopping you from being authentically happy? My name is Jeremy West, and for a limited time, I am running a free online class to teach you what most people don't know about how to deal with your feelings, the simple way to deal with your negative thinking, the key to breaking your unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. No more feeling like a failure who will never find true love. No more self-medicating and ending up feeling even more miserable, and no more feeling like you'll never be someone who deserves an amazing partner. Sound good? You'll discover a new way to finally feel validated and loved, to stop trying to get your self-worth from the very people who tear it down, and to put you in control of your own happiness so you never surrender that control to another person again in as little as eight weeks. Register now for my free online class at beyondyourbreakup.com slash free class. That's beyondyourbreakup dot com slash free class.
0: Free talk live.
3: Welcome back. It is Free Talk Live. Body made salsa.
2: <laughs> so I've been told. I've heard nothing but good things about it. The telephone number, if you'd like to call in, phones are open, by the way, 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass.
1: And Nikki
3: and Richie Rich. Sorry to you write. you
1: threw me off <laughs> with the normally you go joining me and that's uh, like my cue. Yeah, you threw he, me off a little bit. He there. Pointed,
3: He did the paper thing. Well, only after there was a pause. Oh, like, okay.
1: <laughs> We're like, oh, this Folk, is awkward. No, fol- folks <laughs> may but even point heard, at her.
2: Folks may have even heard like something like this happen in the background. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Now Intercoin has launched its investor token worldwide. And for the first time, it's available on an exchange. You can create an account at exmarkets.com, that's exmarkets.com, with just an email address so you can keep your privacy intact. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Trade them for Tether, then buy ITR, the Intercoin Investor Token. Learn more about the Intercoin Vision at intercoin.org. And now you can buy or sell ITR on exmarkets.com. That's exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. Unless you're a flat earther, in that case, you know. Well, you're around the top cylinder part of the world. All around the plate. Yeah, the platter. (laughs) Didn't didn't they put out something that like the, the Flat Earth Society has offices all around the globe. Right. <laughs> Unironically. Wah,
1: wah.
3: And that's why we need a soundboard. <laughs> uh, just making fun sounds. of my
1: sound effects? No. <laughs>
3: Rusty trombone or sad <laughs> trombone. Okay. And all
1: of the sound effects are just gonna be us making yeah. noises.
3: That'd be funny. <laughs> if yeah. you have a button for
2: that. All right. So we were talking about Nevada. We Posen, on to Greece. Didn't we or move on Nevada, Posen? depending on well, where I you're from. I Nevada. <laughs> or, or, I haven't mentioned the word Greece until just oh, now. Thanks for spilling the beans, Richie Rich. Sorry. It is your bad.
3: <laughs> it really is. I feel like we've reiterated the Nevada part of this story like several times without well, actually... Folks
2: might just be tuning in. It's the beginning of the second hour. Understood. So it's useful to recap. I get the recap part but you got to move on I'm sensing
1: some tension here.
2: Captain Recap?
3: Go for it. Well, we already did, so. Okay.
2: <laughs> and since Richie Rich spilled the beans, Grease. Grease. This is from Bloomberg. G-R-E-E-C-E, not G-R-E-A-S-E, not to be confused with the movie from 19, whatever it was, 69, 72, 8, whatever. When did Grease come out? I think I it
1: was in the 90s, but it was supposed to be about no. the 60s.
2: It did not
3: come out. That way. <laughs> Am I
1: confused? I'm yes. probably just confused.
3: You've probably seen it in the 90s as a child. <laughs> were, were even alive in the 90s?
1: Technically, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: uh, this from Bloomberg.com.
2: Greece imposes a $114 monthly fine on unvaccinated people over the age of 60. Now, you might think, well, that seems okay.
3: They're the most vulnerable. They're they the need it the vulnerable.
2: most. Why? But is it necessary to fine these people? If they're not willing to comply. Why is it necessary to fine people into compliance? Because that's what
3: governments do. Well, but that's not a legitimate reason. Okay. I didn't say it was legitimate. Just that's what they do. Greek Prime Minister announced
2: mandatory COVID-19 vaccination for all Greeks above age 60 before a cabinet meeting in Athens on Tuesday.
3: By the time you get that old, you're not capable of making decisions for yourself oh, i think there's a bunch of 60 year old people who would disagree with that well statement. give them the phone number
2: 603 6160 don't tell me what to do <laughs> i did it and then i'm like don't tell me what to do uh in an effort to tackle the new moron omicron sorry variation threat ahead of the festive season Those who refuse to get vaccinated will have to pay a monthly fine of 100 euros or $114, in case you didn't know the translation, for each month that they don't get jabbed starting on January 16th, according to Mitsotakis. This is the prime minister of Greece. The penalty will be imposed by the tax authorities directly to those who haven't been inoculated, and the funds collected will be given to Greek hospitals fighting the pandemic yeah right I, right i i don't believe that that's where the funds are gonna go it's kind of like when uh, in the united states here when all the states started doing the lotteries yep like oh yeah we'll do a lottery, and then all the money will go to fix the schools
3: yep and none of the money went to fixing the schools bureaucracy man yeah. they eat up most of it just it's as if it could be predicted See, and again, I don't know if I don't know if that hundred and fourteen dollars is significant enough for people to like go into an uproar and fight back over. Right? Like where where is it where are they where are the people of Greece gonna see that removed from? If they're over sixty, yeah. is it just coming out of the retirement fund? Yeah. Right? Are they are they gonna get a separate uh, bill for it that they have to pay every month?
2: What if uh what if you're over sixty and uh, you're retirement check is only 500 bucks understood then well it's
3: that's a, a significant chunk it is significant but it, well, if,
1: then you better just get vaccinated
3: right right but i don't i don't know what the economy so, of greece is like enough where 500 bucks would be sufficient for me, retirement fund let
2: me just be clear finding people into compliance is wrong
3: i'm not arguing that but like okay so here like in Keene, right i think they doubled the fine for parking tickets right it was like five bucks at one point And now it's like 10. And most people here, aside from some of the activists and freestaters, just will pay the fine because it's not worth taking a day off of work, taking a half day off of work to go to court to fight this thing. Yeah, because you don't believe strongly enough that it's wrong. Understood. And I think that these fines in both uh, Nevada and Greece are small enough where the vast majority of people won't be uh, burdened to the point of fighting back well significantly. Let's,
2: let's find out what the prime minister of greece said about this subject because it seems to me like they're just punishing the elderly i agree well Mitsotakis said it's not a punishment i would say it's a health
3: fee there you go see <laughs> Just tacking on to their their normal whatever tax that they have to pay for whatever health care they have.
2: And this is what we see constantly from government. They change, you know, they invent new terms. They change wording around to make it sound like what they're doing isn't really what they're doing. My favorite, of course, is the United States government when they were talking about Undeclared
3: war, right? Oh, yeah. Strategic military action. Strategic or
2: military... No, kinetic oh, yeah, okay.
3: military action. There you go. Thank kinetic you.
2: Kinetic military action. And We're not have, at war like, anymore. Well, well, what's kinetic military action? We've not heard these three words put together in a phrase before. They're like, oh, well, it's bombing people.
8: <laughs> which, oh, so you which, mean war. No. Of war. No. no
2: kinetic no, it's, military it's action. It's not war. It's a kinetic military action. Just like finding... The unvaccinated isn't a punishment. It's a health fee. Understood. In Greece, only 60,000 among the 580,000 unvaccinated people over 60 years old received the vaccine. So that's a pretty significant chunk. You got to read
3: that again because that didn't sound 60, 000 right.
2: 60,000 in Greece, only 60,000 among the 580,000 unvaccinated people over 60 received the vaccine in November only 60,000. <laughs> right, so in November there were 580,000 unvaccinated people and 60,000 of them Since then 60,000 have received the
3: vaccine. Okay. That's a better explanation.
2: Greece's vaccination ratio in this age group is around 83% compared to Portugal's 98%, said the prime minister. So Still
1: sounds like a lot of people that are vaccinated. I don't understand why they care if there are, like, the few left over that are unvaccinated. Like, what does it matter? Well, Greece
2: has a
3: significantly smaller population as well.
2: And what happens is when these tyrants take a little bit of power and get away with it, now they want to take it all. They want to get every possible dollar or euro or whatever Greece is using these days uh, out of the population as they can because nobody's standing up. Nobody's saying no. And so the tyranny goes on. Six oh three, two eight three, six one, six zero. More free talk live coming up. Yeah.
5: Come on.
2: Yes, come on and listen to free talk. Yeah, you can call in at 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160. In the studio on the Sunday night edition, it's myself, the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Esquire, if you will. Niggy. And Richie Rich. <laughs> You're on the ball that time.
1: Yeah, I was waiting for it. Nice.
2: <laughs> nice. She's like, I won't do that again. <laughs> Uh, Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media-sharing protocol, and we're very big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video-sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it is really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. Otherwise known as the people who helped YouTube become the behemoth that it is The you in YouTube. Yeah. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so now we're streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at LBRY.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. Please follow us on Odyssey today, video.freetalklive.com. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about a SWAT team blows up an innocent woman's house. But before we do that, let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Oh, yes. Um, I just want to say that, you know, Albuquerque has um, come a long ways. I'm really impressed that ever since I moved here, it's been about 20 years, mm-hmm. they had three brand-new transit centers. So the first one was Uptown, um, where they have, like, about six, seven buses come in and out. And the second one was Cottwood Mall um, Transit Center on the west side. And another one is Westgate by our new library. So, you know, I've always been um, for transit and public um, bus system. Yeah. So I just think it's really great. And I think your show has helped me with our buses. So we finally got the ART completed.
2: Sarah, do you know what I like about public transit? What is it? Nothing. I don't like anything about it, other than like, yes, I understand that there is a need for public transportation in areas where you know people can't afford it or it's too crowded, that type of a thing. But what I don't like about it is that it's forced upon the people who live in the communities. It is not a voluntary thing. Uh, public transit would exist. In the absence of government. However, it would be a voluntary thing where people contribute to it who find it valuable or who otherwise decide that it has use in society, but nobody would be forced to pay it. And so that's what I don't like about public transit.
1: Yeah, I think the concept itself is great. You know, I think having, you know, a bus that goes from place to place that people pay into, I think that concept is awesome. What I don't like is how it's state run. From and, tax dollars. And
3: subsidized by people who don't use it or need it. Exactly, yeah. Sure. So the bus going um, from here to there the, would be more expensive.
8: You know, but I I participate in the public transit because you know what? I'm scared of cars, as you guys know. Hmm? Um, I've been into three car wrecks Ooh. and I have nightmares that I could have been killed all three times in the middle of the night, you know? Um, so it's traumatizing and I wonder if if other people are traumatized by auto accidents and um, and getting hit by a car or getting hit while they're on a bicycle, right? Well, I know people. not drive anymore.
2: I know people who okay. have just never gotten a driver's license because they're too afraid to drive. Yep, I had a friend like that. Oh
1: God! Yeah. Hmm. And I and I know some people like you, Sarah, who have gotten to, into car accidents that were almost fatal, and it kind of just scarred them for life. And, you know, they're not willing to, you know, they have anxiety every time they go to drive and they just can't. So, So, oh yeah, that's me.
3: So the concept Uh of buses and like services that take you individually from here to there will likely exist. Right. But what we're taking issue with is how that is funded. And if it's subsidized by people who don't use or don't need the service, then we would take issue with that. But if you just want it to be like the bus service that, you know, charges a subscription model of some kind yeah. to pick people up from place to place fine have at it yeah
2: it used to be back in the day that uh, a city bus service a uh, metro transit if you will was free because it was funded by tax money. And so if you were arguably a citizen of, say, Albuquerque, for example, or even just in Albuquerque, and you wanted to go somewhere in you know, the city, you would just get on a bus, and it would take you down the road to whatever stop, and then you'd get on the next one to get to where you were going. Yeah. And then somewhere along the line, they started charging people extra on top of that. So now not only are they... Because they weren't collecting enough. Right. Not, now not only are they forcibly taking revenue from people who don't want, need, or used the service, but they're charging riders on top of that, even though they've already paid for it once. And thanks for the call tonight, Sarah. Just
1: like a toll road. You know, like we're already allegedly yes. paying taxes on this road, but now I have to pay extra money to drive on the road? It's like, it should be, dipping. It, it should is. be one or the other.
2: Well, it should be no dipping at all. Yeah. Right. But it's especially egregious right. when they, they're going to rape you twice.
1: So but- I understand if... To have toll roads, it's like, you know, someone's maintaining the road, someone's paving the road. To have somebody charge a fee to drive on the road, that makes sense to me. Taxing people unwillingly to do this thing doesn't make sense to me. So I don't necessarily have an issue with toll roads. Uh,
2: You know, again, a charity that operated a transit service would
3: suffice. Sure. Or there's already like Greyhound, right, that takes you from city to city. So there could theoretically be a Greyhound local, right? Right, that just takes you around the city, or
2: the the Uber equivalent of sure. Greyhound, yeah. right? Something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, and from what I understand, Greyhound buses are a relatively inexpensive way to travel.
2: They are, yeah. So comparatively, yeah, 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 you know, by by a large margin.
1: Yeah. But if you
3: had a Greyhound subscription for your local metro, yeah, right? Why not?
1: Yeah, so it's not like it'd be outrageously expensive if we cut taxes out of the deal, you know. It's there's a way to do this in a voluntary fashion.
2: Well and, and a lot of folks say, Well, you can't pay for that unless you tax like, Yeah, actually, yes, you can. Why? Because if taxation was eliminated, you could actually afford all of the things that taxpayers were and then some And then some, yeah.
3: Because- and even if you couldn't, I would still oppose the government doing it. Right.
1: Yeah. Because, that too. <laughs> because
3: forcing people to do things against their right. will is always wrong. So if they if the market isn't if the market isn't large enough to sustain that service, yeah. then it just disappears, yeah. and something else can replace it. That Usually, is more cost effective.
2: Right. Right. So if a, a private enterprise, a, a business, or a, somebody's an entrepreneur, if if a business doesn't replace what existed, the demand's not high enough, then that's where charities come into play. Right. And yep. there are still plenty of charities I know of. Uh, There are transport charities for, like, the elderly, for the disabled, that type of thing. Yes, there are programs that are also state-funded, but there are programs that are privately funded, charity programs for the places that the state doesn't serve. Right. 603-283-6160. Coming up, a SWAT team blew up an innocent woman's house. We'll tell you all about that. Plus more. This is Free Talk Live.
4: So you've signed the Shire Society Declaration and are planning your move to New Hampshire to be around more liberty-oriented people. Next, sign up for the Shire Society Forum at forum.shiresociety.com. There are a bunch of people there who are already in the Shire, and they want to meet you. If you're already in the Shire physically, you should also come by the forums. Remember, not everyone uses Facebook. New people are signing up for the Shire Society Forum every month. So drop in and say hello at forum.shiresociety.com.
2: Yes, welcome back to Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is a live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is on your mind. We're here seven days a week from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You may be hearing this show outside of those hours. And if you are and you want to call in, please make sure you call between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern. Seven days a week, we're here. But if you're going to call, call between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern. I just like to remind everybody, not all of the stations broadcast us live. Some will rebroadcast it, even though they're broadcast live. They'll play us again later. Or some stations will only carry like two of the three hours, that kind of a thing. Some folks are listening to a podcast, and so I don't know what day or time it is that you're listening to it. So...
3: And if you want to participate, just find your way into the Matrix chat as well, because a lot of those rooms are active. Morpheus? Morpheus.
2: The telephone number, if you want to call between 7 and 10 Eastern, Monday through, or uh, seven days a week, is 603-283-6160. Again. Monday through Monday. Yes. 603-283-6160. We've got some calls on hold right now that we'll get to in the studio. It's myself, the captain.
3: Nikki. And Rich Rich.
2: Uh, I do want to talk really badly about this SWAT team raid uh, that blew up this innocent woman's house. But first, let's go to, I'm sorry, we have Richard in New Mexico. Richard, you're on Free Talk Live.
0: Richard. Yes, you're not going to like my phone call because in Albuquerque starting January 1st, we are going to have freeze bus ride service for everybody albuquerque for a few years has had free bus rides for veterans and military people but as of january first they're going to have free bus rides for everybody for one year on a trial basis and i'm sure the taxpayers are not going to like this but that's yeah. the way politics are.
3: Free in quotation marks because someone's got to pay for it, yes. right? They got to pay the driver. They got to pay the gas. They got to pay the maintenance on the bus. They got to pay the bus themselves. It's coming out of someone's pocket. They got to have some kind of insurance. They yeah. got to have
2: people who oversee the entire bus system. So, yes, Richard, you're right. Uh, some folks are not going to be happy about it. You know, people who ride, of course, will be happy because now they, love no, that they don't have to pay. It's are, free. Are, are you a rider, Richard?
0: Uh, very much so, but I'm also a decorated Vietnam veteran, so I don't pay, uh, for my bus rides anyway, but, uh, people here are complaining about how many of the homeless people are just going to be riding around on the buses all day, especially in the winter time when the weather gets pretty cold here and, uh, smart pockets. Yeah, we won't talk about how bad the homeless people smell most of the time, but uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people unhappy, but it's apparently it's being paid for by the revenue that uh, New Mexico gets from the gas and oil companies.
3: So you've got two economic concepts right there, the free rider problem and also the tragedy of the commons, Yeah, yeah. right? They're going yeah. to ride for free without contributing anything to it, and they're going to stink it up.
2: Hey, Richard, thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, since Richard brought up the homeless, I'm going to segue into something Richie Rich brought in because this is from RT.com. Homeless man gets jail time for breaching stay-at-home order. Dun-dun-dun. is dun, dun.
3: How, that even possible? How, how do homeless breach a stay-at-home order? We saw you on a different park bench yesterday.
2: <laughs> in a cruel twist of irony, a man was sentenced to seven weeks in jail by a Singapore court on Thursday for breaching a COVID-19 stay-at-home order,
3: despite so, being
2: homeless.
1: This was in Singapore, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: If they list the jail as his residence, does that mean he has to go back to jail every time they put a new lockdown in place?
2: I mean, it seems to be the appropriate place for a lockdown. Okay. So...
1: I know in the US at least, a lot of homeless people were actually commit small crimes in order to go to the to jail for the colder months. Three hots in a cot. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm wondering yeah, I'm are... assuming that the jails in Singapore might be worse than the ones in the US. I'm not really sure about that, but
3: I think that's a safe assumption. I've never been, yeah. been to jail in Singapore, have you? Yeah. No. Okay.
1: I usually try to avoid it.
2: A Singapore national Rosman Abdul Rahman forty he's age 40, returned from Indonesia on March 20th of 2020 after an immigration officer insisted he sign a stay-at-home notice. He listed his estranged stepsister's house as a place for him to quarantine, but he was actually homeless. During the period when he was supposed to self-isolate, he lived on the streets, sleeping in a car park, and later moved to a homeless shelter. He also kept working as a security guard at a grocery logistics company. His manager claimed he was not aware that Raman was on an
3: SHN. That's a stay home notice. So productive homeless as well. Yeah. Right? Had a job, went to a job, just could not afford or did not choose to, to stay in a domicile. Right.
2: And uh, many homeless do this when they're confronted by statists. Yeah. Right. Government agents. Like where do you live? They'll put down anything, like you know. No, who cares? Get just the get... address of like a library or something, you know, that type of thing. Or in this guy's case, you know, an estranged uh, sister. Yep. After being unable to locate him, law enforcement officers eventually found him via his employer and arrested him. Yes, let's take a uh, a functional person that's holding a job and trying to you know make money for himself and yeah. provide for himself, and let's just let's just do away with all that. He was sentenced to 7 weeks imprisonment on Thursday after pleading guilty earlier
3: this year. So, COVID, whatever he had of COVID, like not spread, not passed on, not bothered him earlier this year, he put down a bad address on a form and then pled pled guilty and now months later they're going to sentence him to 7 weeks. Right? So he's he's been, you know, whatever deal with the court system but actively working right, doing whatever he wants to do with his money, just not finding residence, but no, taking him out of that productive employment. I am surprised that this is the
2: first I've heard of something like this. Now that I'm hearing it, right, Yeah, I, it, it really surprises me that we haven't heard this already. Okay, Now, usually when we get a story like this, it means that there are, it's like cockroaches, right? If we're hearing about this one guy, there's thousands of other people. That this has happened to in some way, shape, or form. There's been some sort of error in bureaucracy, or the tyrants are just going to tyrant, and they're like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, you broke the law, even though it's a, you know, nobody was harmed in any way, shape, or form. He didn't harm anybody's property. No other human beings were hurt. It is disgusting. Uh, in the midst of a worldwide crisis, Rosman was left with a personal crisis of his own: homelessness. He had no place of residence. He was left to fend on the streets for himself, said his lawyer, uh, Mr. Ermin Tan, adding that his punishment was a cruel twist of irony. He argued there should be a distinction between those who frivolously go out and breach stay-at-home notices versus those with no choice. Well, how about if there's just no stay-at-home orders? How about that? Yeah. How about you let people be free to do what is best for them and make their own choices and just proceed like that.
3: Hmm? How about that? That'd be great. Yes, but as his attorney, right, his goal is not to to fight for the greater good. It's to fight for his one client in this specific instance. Yeah,
2: I know. While his uh, defense asked for a short detention and fine, prosecutors accused Rahman of deliberately exposing others to the risk of COVID-19.
1: He was literally homeless. Like, how would he... (laughs) These people are just so ridiculous.
3: And there's no evidence that he had COVID-19 and right. was spreading it. Yeah. Oh, and I guess uh,
2: if convicted, I, he was facing up to six months in jail, according to this article. So instead of seven weeks, he could have could have been sentenced to as much as six months in jail. Homeless man violating stay-at-home order. When will the stupidity ever end? We don't know, but we'll keep talking about... When you overthrow the state. How dumb the state is. Here at Free Talk Live, more is on the way. 603-283-6160. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The telephone number, if you'd like to join us, is 603-283-6160. We've got a couple calls on hold. We'll get to you in just a moment. In the studio, it's myself, the captain.
3: Nikki. And Rich
2: Rich. We've been doing a new segment here on Free Talk Live called Nobody's Quote of the Day. I don't know if that's the official title. It's just what I'm calling it. Mm. Uh, What this is, is a former, well, uh, he's still considered a co-host here at Free Talk Live, a person named Nobody, who of course is one of the Crypto Six. He was arrested uh, and put into jail on March 16th of this year as part of a federal investigation. He has been allowed out on bail. However, he has been silenced. He has no freedom of speech, which is supposed to be illegal in the United States of America, but... Here we are. He's not allowed to be on broadcast radio. He's not allowed to be on a podcast. He's not allowed to be uh, broadcast in any form according to his bail conditions. And so we decided here at Free Talk Live that it would be cool if we went back into the archives and pulled out some quotes from nobody and just sort of re-aired them. And uh, Bonnie, who's one of the co-hosts here as well, has been heading this up. And so here is today's quote of the day from nobody. May the visible boot of government... Kick not in thy door, nor thy teeth, nor stomp upon your face, ramen. That is the Beautiful. Nobody quote of the day. Nice. Thank you to Nobody for being a quotable dude. Also, if you didn't know, it's Nobody's birthday today, and you should, if you have a way to communicate with him, you should wish him happy birthday. Allegedly. Happy
1: birthday, Nobody.
2: It's allegedly his birthday. So happy birthday, Nobody. I happy hope, birthday. I hope you are you don't feel any older than you actually are. May the annual celebration of your existence. Hopefully, you get another what, spin, spin around the the universe. Is that how it works? Something like planet?
3: that. Uh, okay, yeah, whatever. Around the sun. At around least. the sun. Thank you. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. Spin I don't know how long it takes for this galaxy to circle around the universe. Yeah. yeah, me neither. Or how many of those you get in a lifetime.
4: <laughs>
2: Again, babbling fools from earlier. Thanos is right. Those of you who were listening to <laughs> hour number one will understand the reference to babbling fools. Uh, let's go to your calls and thoughts before we go on with uh, our, our the prep that we have for the show. Let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, last night in New Mexico, I presented to you a judge going to prison for four and a half years and her husband. Wait, for, hang on. Uh, Can we just take a minute? Yep.
2: <laughs> all right what do you got tonight
9: david tonight i will uh, see that judge to prison and i will raise you a sheriff to prison wait, wow. in wait the state of new mexico. A,
2: a sheriff going to prison in the state of new mexico i think that also deserves
9: <laughs> so and let me let me interject why do i bother to do this stuff because, because these are, a judge is going to prison, a sheriff is going to prison, and I hold a unanimous decision from the New Mexico Court of Appeals in my favor saying that Judge M. Monica Zamora and Judge John J. Romero Jr. illegally trafficked my children 14 years ago and I've never seen them since anyway. And the, and the insinuation or the state of, state of things is that, um, well, uh, your children, whatever, so there must be something wrong with you, Mr. Right. Olson, and my, response to that is to point out over and over and over again, on top of the fact that I have a unanimous decision saying I'm right and two judges and more are wrong, here is a judge going to prison, and now I'm showing you a sheriff going to prison in the state of New Mexico. So it's it's a highly believable my allegations are true uh, and let's throw in one more time i hold a unanimous decision from the state of new mexico court of appeals saying that what i say is true so this this sheriff is going to prison rio Arriba county sheriff sentenced to three years taken into custody he's going to appeal of course but he stands convicted and sentenced to three years in prison what did he for do David? A- yeah go ahead
2: huh?
9: go ahead what did he do he- he abused his uh, position, and that's exactly what I accuse uh, M. Monica Zamora and John J. Romero, Jr. of doing, abusing their position. And what this sheriff did is helped a felon escape cops that were looking for him and then told his deputy not to tell anybody that he helped the felon escape the cops that were looking for him. And let's never mind that the, the felon that was trying to escape the cops was a city council member in the state of New Mexico.
2: David, thanks for the call, man. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with all of your trials and tribulations uh, related to the state.
1: Doesn't every judge abuse their power?
2: I mean... Isn't that
1: like their whole thing?
2: I've been saying repeatedly, and I hate to sound like a broken record, but sometimes I do, that the system corrupts everybody. Yes. You could be the most well-intentioned, most uh, morally consistent, most philosophical person on planet Earth and you get hired by a state agency, you're going to be forced to make a decision that violates your philosophy or violates your moral code. It's just the way the system is designed. The system is evil.
3: You're either assimilated by that system and become corrupt yourself, or the system rejects you and you're out of that position and back on the private sector.
2: Uh, Let's continue with your calls and thoughts. Let's go to Sam in Ohio. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live.
5: Yeah, I was just calling because uh, I was thinking about looking into getting some Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to see if you guys had an exchange that you preferred over the other ones.
2: I haven't looked into this one, uh, but it's one that I've mentioned earlier when reading some ad. It's exmarkets.com dot com. Yeah. What I like about this exchange is that it only requires an email address, so... You know, if you want the utmost privacy, like
5: dollars to buy crypto. Oh,
2: you're talking about exchanging. Okay, I got you. You're not talking about exchanging crypto to crypto. I don't know. I haven't looked enough into ex markets. Um, What I prefer to do, of course, rather than using exchange, is I prefer to either a earn the Bitcoin, provide a product or service, uh, or b I also would enjoy mining. Now, you don't have to mine Bitcoin right but you can mine some other cryptocurrency and when it reaches enough dollar value you can put that cryptocurrency on an exchange and trade it for bitcoin if you wanted to get actual bitcoin or you could trade it for any other cryptocurrency those are my two preferred methods i don't have a preferred exchange that i that i recommend i really don't like the way most exchanges do business because they all require you to do something called kyc which is know your customer
5: yeah, yeah and i'm I'm well aware of that, so that's why I was just kind of curious if there was one that was better than the others in terms of like them not selling your data or something
3: they're at the, at this point in the game, it's my assumption that a lot of the bigger exchanges you're going to have to find a way to avoid because they're trying their best to comply with state orders, and so they're no, going I to collect that, your data. What I'm
5: referring to is like you know how when you Google search something, they sell your data
3: yep right. So, like
5: Coinbase doing that or something,
3: right? So if you if you can, right? I don't know what your local area in Ohio is like, but find someone willing to meet up and trade dollars and Federal Reserve notes for Bitcoin directly in person. In person,
5: now we do have Bitcoin ATMs here.
3: A lot of those, check it because a lot of those are doing the KYC thing as as well.
2: Although I've heard a rumor, don't quote me on this, but like Richie Rich says, check it. I'm told that some of these Bitcoin uh, vending machines, for a better term than ATM, that some Uh of these do not KYC unless you're exchanging up to some number of hundreds of dollars. So if you're doing 20 bucks, 50 bucks, like they don't care about that. Right. right. So if you just do multiple transactions, that kind of a thing, you know, maybe that'll help you get started. Uh, but if you're going to do larger transactions, they're going to ask you to present some government ID.
3: And if it doesn't have to okay. be Bitcoin, right? Well, local.bitcoin.com was uh, a face-to-face exchange facilitation site that allows you to get Bitcoin cash into a wallet, right? And then you can either ah. transfer that or, you know, trade that into Bitcoin or If you find a reputable Bitcoin Cash dealer, right, you can see if they've also got uh, Bitcoin BTC for trade as well. Nikki, okay.
1: I don't usually use exchanges. I get paid in crypto.
3: Nice. So I was going to mention. How do you
1: get paid
2: in crypto?
3: You just do stuff for people and ask them to pay you in crypto. Yeah. Here's here's an idea for you,
2: uh, Sam. Uh, I've been looking a lot on Craigslist recently, and Uh when you go to like stuff for sale. And you uh-huh. click on a category, you look on the left hand side, there's a little box that you can check that says cryptocurrency okay. And you can find a whole bunch of people selling stuff for cryptocurrency. Now,
5: oh. now you could now take how would you safely. Now you could take
2: that, well, in the same way you handle any Craigslist transaction, but you could take and okay. reverse that and find stuff that you have that people might value and sell that for cryptocurrency. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, Sam. We appreciate it. Coming up, we're going to talk about the SWAT team that blew up an innocent woman's house. Cost her over $50,000.
4: The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than one hundred and fifty reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeen.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity-generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to FreeKeene.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keene. That's move.freekeen.com.
0: Free
5: Talk Live. 6.
2: Three, two, eight, three, six, one, six, zero, six zero three two eight three six one six zero. That's the phone number at Free Talk Live. Yes, it is
3: number seventeen on iTunes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just started making a to, to the intro music. That's the phone number for no reason at all. It is. that's fr- what you do, Captain. It is Free Talk Live in the studio. It's myself, the captain.
3: Nikki. And Richie Rich.
2: I, I do all sorts of weird things. I like making fun of things. You know, if that song had lyrics, I would already have alternate lyrics. to the, It probably does have <laughs> lyrics. I just never listen to the whole song. It's only the intro that I listen to. But I would probably have. Even when I wrote my own songs for like heavy metal bands and stuff, I would have parodies of my own songs. Not
1: surprised. Like...
2: <laughs> All of the time. Like and people weren't surprised. They were like, Yep, okay. He's parodying our song that we spent hundreds of hours <laughs> writing and penning the lyrics to, and he's just gonna make
3: fun of it already. I had a buddy who would freestyle in the car over the lyrics of the song that was playing rather than just sing along.
2: Ooh, I like that. That's
3: impressive. It's annoying is what it is. Oh, like, dude, on. I'm trying to listen to the song. If you want to sing, sing along with the song. Obviously based Make on, up your
2: own lyrics. Based on this most recent example, I have a hard time freestyling over something.
3: Okay. But this was also <laughs> just the music. Like if there were actual lyrics playing and he was just like not singing along yeah. to the song. Um, yeah. You know,
2: hey, everybody's got their talents. I, I don't know if I'd call it a talent. It's just a thing <laughs> talents, that talents, <he> flaws. <laughs> One man's talent is another man's flaw. That's true. It's very true. Uh we have been telling you that we're going to tell you about this story from Reason.com. Another recap. A SWAT team blew up this innocent woman's house and cost her over $50,000. The city tried to stop her from suing. A SWAT team destroyed an innocent woman's house after a fugitive barricaded himself inside. Last week, a federal court ruled that she can sue the government for damages. Good. So, she had to first sue and the government to say no you can't sue for that and then she had to sue further for the government to go yeah okay you can sue for that so now officially she can sue
3: so one of the podcasts that i used to listen to i don't remember the name of it but they were like a legal podcast type of thing where they kind of walked you through some of these lesser known ideals Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i remember from that podcast was if you if you're battling the state you battle the state in federal court and if you're battling the feds, you battle them in state, state court. court, right? Yeah, because even though we look at them as one big state, right? Right, they still have internal battles, right? So it's good to pit them against and each other. And nothing
2: makes me happier than to see government fighting government,
3: right? And right. that was that was the idea was to get them fighting, you know, amongst themselves, and then you being participated in that.
2: Uh, in July 2020, Wesley Little, who. Vicki Baker had terminated as her handyman about a year and a half before, arrived at Baker's home in McKinney, Texas. Baker's daughter answered the door. Recognizing him from news reports that he was wanted for the abduction of a 15-year-old girl, she left the premises and called police. Smart. So far, SWAT agents soon arrived. Guess what they did? They set off explosives to open the garage entryway. Dude, you got to give me time to guess. They detonated tear gas grenades inside the building. It was a rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) They ran over Baker's fence with an armored vehicle. And they ripped off her front door despite having been given a garage door opener, a code to the back gate, and a key To the
1: home. Oh, but it's not fun to use the key. You have to destroy this woman's house.
3: Look, if they didn't want... It's the
1: SWAT team. Come on. Let
3: me just cover this again. If you didn't want the SWAT team to destroy the house, you should have just called the regular police and given them the key, the door opener. She did call the regular police. But they sent the SWAT team. They they sent sent an officer. Yeah. They set off explosives to
2: open the garage entryway. They detonated tear gas grenades inside the building. They ran over the fence with an armored vehicle, and they ripped off the front door, despite being given a garage door opener, a code to the back gate, and a key to the home. On today's
1: episode of Why You Don't Call the Police.
2: Now, I mean, we could just, I mean, that's the gist of the story. The house was unlivable when they were through. She sued, so the city asked the court to dismiss the lawsuit. Sure. In its pursuit of the fugitive pursuant to the police powers, Baker alleges the city caused significant economic damage, over $50,000 to her home, then the city refused to compensate her for the damage, writes Judge Amos L. Mazant III of the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Texas. Baker has alleged damage to her private property and the city's refusal to compensate for such damage that plausibly amounts to a Fifth Amendment violation.
3: So I want to ask you a question real quick, Nikki, because you said that's why you don't call the police. And I totally get that. I'm on board with that statement. Okay. But you you have a a teenager in a home with a guy who's like wanted for abducting teenagers. Well, the teenager is the one who left. Understood. But she's also the one who left and then called the police. Right. Right. So if you're not going to call the police and you're fearing this person, right, what do you do? Because if you shoot him, right, in defense of your property and life, you're still going to get a visit from the police.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of like you can't win living in this society, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, because it's like, yeah, what, do you do? I what mean- do you do?
2: If you have an unsolvable problem and you can find them. Maybe you can hire the A team,
3: who will blow up the garage door, set off tear gas, bum, bum, <laughs> and like you yeah, got an armored vehicle, right? Ram through the door with an armored vehicle, <laughs> and of course miss everything they shoot at. Just don't put Baracus on the helicopter,
2: Bob Baracus. That's B A Baracus for understood. Wednesday, yeah. Um, I just I I don't know what to say about really any of this because uh, first of all they had a key they could have just let themselves in understood they could have opened the garage with the garage door
3: opener they They could have done a lot of things but no they had to be
2: all gung-ho we gotta get a
3: piece of the action right did they was he armed was he a threat to the police or was he just a, fel- a felon out on a warrant?
1: Well, and that's what we have to remember. The people who are working in these positions, like the SWAT team or the police, they love destruction. They love drama. They love you know. They love. You gotta get conflict. a piece of the action
2: with the gun. Exactly.
3: Lrn.fm plus qualified immunity. Yeah, it's. Sorry, guys,
2: I had to.
1: Not a good recipe.
2: I had to dump myself. I totally missed it. Good I job. totally missed Good it, job, too.
3: I, I let, a, I let a, an S out. Okay. Yeah. Good job on the dump button. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, podcast listeners, because that flushing sound is probably the most annoying thing in all the podcasts. LRN.FM. Right. Now I got to hear it twice when I listen to this back. <laughs>
2: Sometimes I wish I could just hit the dumb button for no reason. I mean, I could. You absolutely could. But I don't ever hear it, so it's not as fun.
1: Yeah.
2: You know. At any rate, the fact that all of this needs to be spelled out in commentary on how difficult it has become to get meaningful accountability for government, at the center of Baker's case is the takings clause of the Fifth Amendment, which is supposed to provide recourse to those who had their property taken or destroyed by government. But this protection has been weakened by a series of court cases creating carve-outs for actions taken under the very broad scope of police powers, quote-unquote. They're forcing unlucky individuals to shoulder the burden of doing something that's good for our society, Jeffrey Redfern, an attorney with the Institute for Justice, said. The public interest law firm representing Baker told me in March, taking dangerous criminals off the street is good for society. If the city decides that it really needs to put a road through your house, that might be the right call. It might be something the community really needs, but that doesn't justify making one unlucky owner bear the cost of doing something that's good
3: for everyone. Even that whole line of what the community really needs is an overreach it is. of the original intent. Yes.
1: And it's just like, none of that was necessary. They could have gotten the guy, if that's what they were trying to do, get the guy that was in her house. They didn't need yeah. to do that.
3: Did he barricade so, himself in?
1: Yeah, so what's the point?
3: I mean, was it an armed standoff? There was no hostages so in the article so far. It's as if they overused Force in the same
2: way they overused Force reading the Free Talk Live studios on March 16th from the events of The Crypto 6, which you can find out more about at thecrypto6.com. More Free Talk Live is on the way.
3: Three, two, eight, three, six, one, six, zero. 283, 283, 283,
2: 283 Number 16 on iTunes. <laughs> Moving <laughs> the up the charts. The other one's better? No, this one's better? Okay, all 283 uh, is the phone number here. It's more talk melodic. Uh, the phones are open. Uh, you can call, talk about whatever's on your mind. You can talk about what we're talking about, uh, which is... Uh, this lady's house got destroyed by the SWAT team because somebody that used to do some uh, yard work for her, who she fired, uh, showed up at the door. Her daughter was home, recognized that this guy was wanted because of you know, some publicity on TV, arguably yep. something along those lines, and uh, left the house and called the cops. The cops decided to send in the SWAT team. And even though the SWAT team was provided with a key and a garage door opener and a code to the gate, they decided, we don't need that. We've got an armored vehicle. Let's run over a fence. We're SWAT. Let's bash in the doorway and let's set off tear gas and explosives to open the garage.
3: See, and I get that the guy was a felon, but nothing in the article thus far has indicated that he was a danger to anyone involved yeah, in this we situation. Yeah, don't,
1: we don't know what he did, so.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't actually tell
2: us anything about okay. him, so. Uh, I apologize in the studio. It's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. Uh, so this person, uh, her last name is Baker, will likely have to overcome an appeal from the city, but if her suit meets a more fortunate fate, she may recuperate some of the financial costs incurred as she battles stage three cancer and tries to leave the state for retirement good luck yet some things will not be replaceable an antique doll collection was damaged by the tear gas for example worse yet her daughter's dog was left (gasps) deaf and blind
1: oh my god
2: I've lost everything. Baker told Reason last March. I've lost my chance to sell my house. I've lost my chance to retire without fear of how I'm going to make my regular bills.
3: Yep. So yeah. And you're looking at a lawsuit that's still going to take even more time. Yeah, and money to recruit part of it. Yeah. And who's going to who's going to front that? I just
1: I'm mind blown that they don't think that they owe this lady anything. Why would
2: they? I Why mean, would they I mean they They
1: only destroyed her house and they are an mur- agency, almost murdered the dog.
2: They are an agency of violence and force. Yeah. They're aware of
3: it. Qualified immunity.
2: if, right? if they you, act with impunity. If you happen to be listening to this and you're one of the the SWAT team that did this to this lady, please call six oh three two eight three six one six. Defend yourself. Please tell us if you have any like feelings of guilt for doing this to this woman's house.
3: I'm going to doubt it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't think they had any feelings of guilt when they did it here.
3: How about this? If you're law enforcement or a member of any SWAT team, can you call in and justify this? Like what went through that SWAT team's mind where they thought that this was an acceptable course of action given the circumstances?
2: And if you are a member of law enforcement uh, of any type, any variety, and you find that this is all horrifically wrong, where are you? Why aren't you calling these people out? I don't care if you're in another state or another city. Are you calling these people out? Are you bringing this into your precinct and showing other cops, hey, this is the wrong thing to do? Probably not. Probably not. My biggest problem really with uh, any police department and the police at any level is that it would be really easy for them as a whole, if they're such a tight-knit brotherhood of the blue and all that kind of stuff, and they're really concerned about how horrible a reputation they have because of stuff like this, all they have to do is get together and go, you know what, guys, let's just not enforce any laws where there's no victim or no property damage. That's all they have to do. Their reputation would instantly become gleaming. But not even a small precinct will do that.
1: Well, they're brainwashed. Bingo. So they will do whatever they told, whatever they're told, and that's what I hate about the. Well, you know, most of them are good theory. No, most of them aren't good because if they were good, they wouldn't be working these jobs where they're knowingly causing harm to the public and harassing peaceful people.
3: Yeah, and like I said earlier about state jobs, you know, uh, you, you either get assimilated or you get banished from it. Right? Yeah. They, right. you get expelled the good cops that do turn each other in they they're usually terminated or Absolutely. transferred and they're they, and they, or get, they quit and they get yeah. blackballed right yeah so what can you do
2: yeah it is sickening that this happens over and over and over and or we cover these things like we i think recently we haven't covered much of this type of a thing but it happens so often like i could do a uh, story like this every night free talk live for probably the rest of my life
3: yeah there's an entire subreddit i don't know if it still exists but it was like bad cop no donut right right it was just inundated with bad cop stories on yeah. a regular basis yeah of nonsense like this yeah so you know what is this lady gonna do she's gonna she's gonna retire somewhere somehow yeah. right not with S- her house scrape stuff by Try to sue, hopefully get something you know years from now, yeah, if she's, she's lucky.
2: she's got to get lawyers together, she's got to get you know a case put together They'll gather evidence, fee. et cetera. yeah, so which on.
1: all costs money.
2: Yep, all costs money. And so let's just say she does all of that and let's just say she wins. Right. The lawsuit that yep. is, right? And so now, okay, well, how much damage was done? Oh, this says approximately fifty thousand dollars of damage. Okay, well, we award, you know, fifty thousand, maybe a little more for suffering, whatever. Sure. So let's say a hundred thousand dollars, right? Oh, then the lawyer takes his cut, right? Whatever expenses she's had to incur between the time that this happened and the time that the money actually flows back to her, which is different than the time the judgment is made. The judgment can be made, and then there's a period in which they got to wait for the money to actually come back, a check to be cut or a direct deposit to be received, and that's more bureaucracy hoops to jump through, etc., and so on. So then there's all of that that she has had to pay between the originating date of this incident and the time that she actually gets the money back. And by that time, who knows, man, maybe the housing market tanks and her house is no longer worth fixing. You know, and now she's left with less than the value, you know, I mean, it's such a horrific thing.
3: And the dog is still deaf and blind.
2: And the dog is still deaf and blind. That's, I mean, when these things happen, it always happens to somebody like this, right? Where like they're in sort of a, you know, I want to say a paycheck to paycheck type situation.
3: Well, that's most of Americans. Of course it is. Difficult.
2: Of course it is, which is what makes it all the more egregious. Yep. You would think that after so many of these stories being talked about in the press and here on Free Talk Live and published everywhere else, that at some point, some, you know, new police chief would, hey, we should stop doing dumb things like this. But that guy gets fired.
3: It's very possible that they were a back-the-blue family as well, right? Weird guy shows up at your house. First thing the daughter does is leave the home, call the police, Right standard protocol no no second thought about the repercussions of that just this guy i know kidnaps teenagers i'm a teenager i leave and i call whom i'm supposed to call right the police and what and then they do this betray the trust of the homeowner and the daughter who called yeah i think folks need to get away from like the
2: thing to do is call the police
3: yeah well i'll still throw the question out there what would you have done instead Right? It's it's kind of a no-win situation, I like think you said earlier. I
2: have an answer. We'll talk about that coming up on Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160.
4: The new fourth edition of Healing Our World, The Compassion of Libertarianism, will take your understanding of liberty to a deeper level and has over 1,300 updated references, new cartoons, and a foreword by Dr. Ron Paul. With discounts for multiple book purchases, the fourth edition of Healing Our World is a great gift for the liberals, pragmatists, environmentalists, and Christians in your life who think libertarianism is cold-hearted. Get yours today at healing.freetalklive.com and use promo code FTL for a $5 discount.
2: It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. If you'd like to join us. We've got somebody on hold. We'll get to you in just a moment. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki And Rich Rich. I want to take just a second and say thank you to Andrew Loy. Andrew Loy is a silver level amps subscriber you can find out all about the amps program that stands for advertise market promote and 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 support amps they changed it they added an s added right yeah we had to redo the the whole program so it's been redone recently we had a total rebranding advertise market promote and support uh he's a silver level amplifier so that means he gives 5 bucks a month that's all we ask the money goes to getting this radio program onto more radio stations and supporting the further broadcast of this show uh, there's some perks involved so if you give 5 bucks or 10 bucks or some folks give 25 some folks give more uh, because they enjoy the show they enjoy the content the hosts and co-hosts if you derive value out of the show and you enjoy it and you think that it should have a further reach. Please consider visiting amps.freetalklive.com and becoming an amplifier. Again, thank you, Andrew Loy. We appreciate
3: your contribution. What would the crypto equivalent be of silver, gold, and platinum level amplifiers if you wanted to change the currency? I don't know, but
2: currently you can not use cryptocurrency at the AMPS program. Okay.
3: I'm just saying the levels, like we want it to move away from that structure. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to ask probably Ian. He's a Bitcoin-level subscriber. We've got the Ethereum guy
2: right here. Oh, I see what you're saying, right? Yeah, we've got the Shiba-level. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the the Doge-level level yeah. amplifier. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I You had asked the question. I posed the question. What do you do if you're not going to call the cops? Well, there was some technology that is still being worked on that may answer that question, and that is something like a a cell 411 type of app where you and your friends or your neighbors, you sort of form a community of your own, and then when something goes wrong and you need help, you're able to notify everybody on your list, and they come as the first
3: responders. Sure, but they're going to come to this as the first responders and intimidate the guy out of the house? Perhaps. Okay.
2: I mean, it it didn't say if he was on. We have some more information on this story as well that one of our producers has uh, so kindly done a you know a search for on the Internet so we could talk about that. But first, I want to go to Steve, who's calling from West Virginia. Steve. Yeah. You are uh, on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
10: Yeah, I just wanted to comment on your conversation about the police and the situation you was describing in Texas, first of all. The, how that situation unfolded, I agree with you, is 100%, uh, just out of hand. But the second part is that these situations are not quite as simplistic. In this case, it was, but overall, it's not quite as simplistic as you guys make it seem. I work with the police, and I, I kind of have a supervisory role politically. And that's where it starts. The, the police have got to know, you know, where the, where the lines are. And they got to be told where the lines are. But on the other hand, when these guys are out, they don't know what kind of situation they're walking into. I don't know how many of you guys have ever seen someone shot or ever seen someone killed, you know, in a violent situation. Mm-hmm. These are split second decisions, and they're not as simple as, as some of the people are making this out to be.
3: Well, in, in this case specifically, Right. Yeah, in
10: this case, obviously.
3: Right. I don't know of a, a split-second decision where, you're like, we're going to blow up the garage door, throw in tear gas, right, and, ram, and, and ram about. the tank through the front about, door.
10: Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. What you guys are doing, you're taking ex, uh, an extreme obvious situation where there's misconduct and the guys got out of control. Well, right. And you're kind of overlaying this template onto all law enforcement. Well, that isn't how all these situations work out and to say, don't call the police. Well, let me tell you something. If you got a guy that's outside your house with a nine millimeter saying he's going to come in and kill your family and you don't have a gun inside, you better call the police. Yeah. On the other hand, if you got a police department that isn't given clear guidelines, and this is where the tricky part gets in to this whole situation, the political people... Have got to be able to tell the police, look, you do your job, you do it correctly, you use good sound judgment, and we're behind you. And I've told our policemen this myself personally.
2: I have a question you guys, for you, Steve. Uh? I have a question. I have a question for you. You said uh, yeah. you work with the police politically. Are you uh, a politician or are you a police officer?
10: I'm a politician that supervises
2: them. Okay, I get you. All right. So but now, why now, is it why is it necessary for police to enforce? anything that doesn't harm an individual or property
10: well philosophically i'm with you there I, at heart i'm libertarian Okay. you know i at heart i believe in the libertarian philosophy I, I'm, I'm with you there but you do have to operate once you enter a political sphere and a legal sphere you do have to operate within the confines of what the okay. The state government has set the boundaries for you. You don't get to walk outside these confines and say, I don't believe in this law or I don't believe in that law, so I'm not going to enforce it. Then you become – you have a fiduciary responsibility to what the citizens of your state, local, or county uh, government has decided politically that they're going to ex- – uh, poses politically acceptable behavior out of society. Well,
3: except they don't have a fiduciary responsibility and that's part of the problem. They get qualified immunity and so they act with impunity. Right? Well, if they had a fiduciary it's, it's, responsibility they would be paying out of pocket for all the yeah, destruction, but, damage, mm-hmm. and chaos that ensued.
10: But I, I understand what you're saying but here's where with the conversation you're having the political element comes in and that's where people that are like me they're directly responsible for the people that's going to be hired to go out there and do that. And I've had conversations with our policemen. Look, you do the wrong thing. I'm going to be your worst enemy. I will not tolerate. You do the right thing, and I will buy you the equipment you need. I will get you the tools that you need to do the job. But the flip side of that, you got to do your job with honor, and you got to do it in a way that you're not doing the things that you describe here on the radio.
2: In, in a nutshell, then, Steve, what would you say the job of the police is?
10: The job of the police primarily is to keep a, a society functioning to where it's not the lord of the flies.
2: By what means? I mean,
10: if, if, you, if you don't have some kind of order to a society, then what you get, I don't know if you guys ever heard the term blood ball. Have you ever heard that term? I have not. Nope. Okay, blood law is, it's an old term that comes from rural societies. Mm-hmm. And the concept of blood law is there's not any enforcement mechanism. So what you have, you have a society that if you do something to my family, the result of it is I'm going to kill, come kill one of your family. So there's an enforcement mechanism there through violence. Okay. So you don't, you don't want a society operating on the concept of a blood
3: law. Well, if you're if you're associating that with violence, you already have that because violence is the tool of the state and the enforcement arm of the police. Like only every,
10: if it, only, only only if the department is operating in an out of control manner. No,
3: the, no, if that's if that's the, the fundamental. Arm, that's the fundamental responsibility of the police and the government is to be the violent arm of enforcement.
10: That's, okay let me ask you this purpose. let me ask you this you got you got a you got a convenience store that's being held up you got a psychopath down there with a gun to someone's head you going to talk them down no well what are you going to do
3: it's going to turn to violence you got a
10: split second life and death is in the balance you got a split second to make this decision what are you going to do
2: hey steve can you hang on I sure can. All right, stand by. We'll bring you back because I want to have more conversation with this particular person. 603-283-6160. The final segment of tonight's edition of Free Talk Live is coming up more with Steve, the politician from West Virginia. seven nights a week from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're not hearing us live broadcast during those hours, you can find us over at freetalklive.com. There are many, many ways to listen to this program uh, live over the Internet. So if you would like to, you may do that as well. Uh, I do want to talk about BitBox because we're giving away a second BitBox here in the coming weeks. The BitBox is a hardware wallet. For cryptocurrency, but unlike other wallets, Bitbox's software is 100% open source, which helps it to avoid some of the problems that other hardware wallets sometimes have. If you want a chance to win one, all you have to do is join the AMPS program at amps.freetalklive.com. We'll be choosing one of our supporters at random on an episode of Freer Talk Live in the future. And although we like being able to offer a bonus to our supporters, the real reason you should join is because you want to support the show. But, hey, a free hardware wallet wouldn't hurt, right? Join the program now at amps.freetalklive. Com. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Niggy, And Rich Rich. Uh, we've been talking, and we'll bring him back on the line just a second. We've been talking to a gentleman named Steve, who is a politician who works, Supervises the police. Supervises the police. Uh, I, he says he's from West Virginia. I don't know if that's where he works as well. Allegedly. But, you know, allegedly, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, we really don't need any more details than that. But uh, Steve, you're back on, and we'd like to continue this conversation
10: yeah, one thing, uh, you know, I'd like to interject quickly into the conversation, I think that's kind of missing from this whole discussion. Mm-hmm. There is a level of evil, predatory people in this world. Yes, there are. And these people are not the kind of people, I don't know how many times you've associated with people like this. In my earlier life, I did.
2: Well, I try to avoid statists as much as possible.
10: Well, but I'm just telling you, there's, this ain't statists. These are just... You'll find them within every society. They're predators. They're psychopaths. Right. Absolutely, they will not be dealt with with reason. They won't be dealt with by platitudes. And there comes in every society a need for force at some time. Now you can say that that's that's not necessary, but you're you're giving the whole audience ostrich back by oh, denying. Oh no, I, 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 I don't, I'm
2: not a pacifist, uh, Steve. I right. in fact uh, I think that force is necessary, but only in defense
10: well i mean that's uh, I, i'm not sure
2: well you, I, you mentioned I, that you were I, libertarian I, I uh,
10: classify that in the, the role of the police
2: you you it, mentioned that you're it, libertarian at heart though and so libertarians believe in the non-aggression principle which is simply saying that uh i believe that it's okay to use violence only in defense
10: well on that point, I'll have to differ with you because I think if someone's getting ready to commit uh, act a uh, violence on someone else, you're not defending yourself, but you can step in. Well, in yeah,
2: the, it, yeah, you can defend, defend somebody else. Someone is right.
10: getting ready to have violence inflicted on them and use violence to stop it. Of I, course, yes. I
1: think that would be defense.
5: Yes.
3: Yes. Absolutely, that still qualifies as okay. defense. Let, give All me, right. give well, me, a, I mean, give me the opportunity. We're
5: agreeable
10: on those terms, and yeah. yes.
3: Right, give me the opportunity to say something controversial, perhaps, and then expand upon it. Maybe, um, I believe, like I again, I'm not a pacifist, right? But I believe there is a violent undertone to every conflict, like every every conflict that you can think of can devolve to a violent conclusion. That's and the what, history of the world. And what we do as civilized society is our very best to resolve that conflict before violence becomes necessary, so everyone involved can walk away, you know, physically unharmed, for the most I, part.
10: I would completely agree with that concept. In, okay. in theory,
3: in the, fine. The,
10: history, the history of humanity, the history of us as a species, has been from Cape Man times through today. We had tribes that would fight each other. We have standing armies around the world the right. proclivity for the human existence to try and exert itself by force on other human beings right. for the benefit of whatever their motivation is, has been with us from time beginning.
3: So I don't think it's even in theory, it's also in history and in practice. Yeah, right. right. Like, it's it's always there. And it's so, always
10: there. It's always an undercurrent, because right. someone will take weakness as an opportunity to right. exploit the other person for whatever benefit they see
3: necessary. So when we relate this to the police, right, we're not, it's it's like the old Bastiat quote, when, when the socialist claims that we don't want something done by the state, they assume that we don't want something done at all. And that's right. not true. We right. want defense. We want security, right. Right? right? But we want it done privately by agencies who are accountable for their actions. And that is not the police under the current state paradigm. Right.
10: What would your solution be? Uh, again, I mean, how would you re- look at California right now? We're we're starting to see the edges of your theory in practice but, in San Francisco. But it's no, different.
1: Not, it's, it's not different, at all. Though, because I think
10: we are. Because yeah, I think, I think you're denying the the road that your theory will take you down. You're seeing the outer edges of your theory in practice. So, I
1: I don't think you're understanding the theory, though, because the theory of, you know, defunding the police is different than having private entities, maybe private security companies, to act in the traditional police roles, so to speak. So, to kind of, you know... Uphold law and order or whatever people want, or, you know, if somebody's robbing your house, or if you get into a car accident, or if somebody overdoses, you can call these private companies to come and in a free market setting, they will be held accountable for their actions. And if they start coming to people's houses and shooting dogs or whatever, or. And
3: blowing up garage doors and throwing in tear canisters.
1: Exactly. Nobody is going to use those services anymore. They are going to use you, the better are you, are you. services.
3: So
10: what you're saying is the the free market principle will be a regulatory entity for for
3: security services. Absolutely. Yep. Hundred percent.
10: Well, you know we've seen we've seen private. There's a big controversy here within the state of West Virginia about private entities running state prisons. And believe me, that hasn't gotten any better.
1: But I don't think those are actual private entities, though.
3: Right. Well, a, a lot of these, a lot of if you want to have a that lot discussion, of
10: private, there's a lot of private involvement in state prisons, well, but let's, let's in go West back. Virginia and the, the transition has not been as seamless as your theory seems to think. It right.
2: Be. But that's not really a free market either. That is a, a private government market. Right, Well, and that's, you're and right. That's it, a completely it's kind
3: different.
10: of a hybrid model. but, but, I, but and I don't about, even know
3: if it's going to be seamless. I don't care if it's seamless or not. We just got to get yeah. there through whatever trials and tribulations. Yeah, because
1: what's happening now is not working as far as I'm concerned.
2: I just want to go back and clarify for you, Steve, that in a free market...
10: Well, do you see my view as being something outside what would be acceptable to you guys, how I approach my job?
3: If you were doing it privately, I would say that they would still have no, to be accountable I mean for their actions. In the
10: context of a government,
3: no, then no. It's, government every, everything you do is illegitimate. I tell
10: my police officers. You are going to be held accountable for your actions, and I expect you to do them in an honorable
2: way. How are you going to prove to your your constituents, your citizens, in whatever your jurisdiction area is, how are you going to prove to them that these police officers are being held accountable? And how do you actually basis?
3: hold them accountable? Yes.
10: Hold them accountable? Yeah. My, my measure of holding them accountable, I tell them that right there is the door. And if it, if they get out of hand they will see that door and they will lose their job but if they Hearing blow the up somebody's story. house
3: and they only uh-huh. lose their job right then they'll go apply at the at the you know city down the street who will well, hire them and, back
10: and and here's here's the crux I don't know if you guys realize this or not here's the crux of the problem that you're describing. Is that there's not the coherency that I'm applying in my local jurisdiction across my county or my state. Whoa. And there's where the gaps that you guys are describing can come in. Until there's a coherency of accountability and having people operate professionally and with honor, then you're going to see this.
3: Yeah. And, it, and until you get rid about. of qualified immunity so that they are actually responsible financially, morally, Right, ethically responsible for their actions, you're not but going I, to see I'm reform not, I'm not sure. in this area.
10: Now, I'm not sure, though, that the public at large understands the things that go on and have ever seen violent conflicts ensue and see the split seconds, not not relating it to the Texas situation you guys described, yeah, yeah. but general encounters. If i got a policeman up on interstate and he's pulling some guy over... And he's run meth down the interstate, and he's got two felonies.
2: Leave him alone. He might Nothing other than running in a down the interstate. Hey, Steve, I invite you to call back again as often as you want. We're on air seven days a week, 7 to 10 p.m. Well, Easter. it was good talking to you guys. Thank you for the call, Steve. I appreciate it. We're out of time, unfortunately. Again, seven nights a week, freetalklive.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Peace.
9: From there, I went on, join the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for
2: you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of Liberty.
4: You can help more people hear the message of Liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com. A-M-P-S dot